You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Yo, Walter. Hey, what's up? We have an exciting episode. I found this piece of paper on the street with a phone number on it, and, and then, then we called it. We called it randomly. Yeah. And, and it was it was George Larocque. George Larocque was was on the phone. So we have a regularly scheduled Go Plug Yourself episode yeah. with, uh, the, the with the fine guess. people from the Skunk Comedy Show. From the Skunk. Yeah. Skunk. The from Skunk. The Skunk. From the Wacky Tobacky Comedy Show. But, <laughs> <laughs> but before that, we have a brief interview with George Larocque. A brief interview with George Larocque. And we talk about I hope veganism? it sounds all right, because he was, he was very soft-spoken. Yeah, so so. General. And how is yeah? Well, I don't want to spoil it, but there was some now? good stuff. And he, he's going to be the spokesperson for the vegan for the vegan festival, right? upcoming vegan festival, and that's going right. to be cool. So you have more info to come. Okay, go Okay, cool. So I mean, obviously, let's uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit about the uh, the vegan festival that's coming up. Uh, you're going to be the spokesperson for that this year. Tell me, uh, tell us how that came about. Well, um, since 2009, I've been vegan now, and. Uh, I've been doing since 2009 a lot of the conferences about veganism. Right, right. And uh, and were you uh, were you still playing hockey uh, when you decided to uh, become a vegan? Or yeah, my last year in Montreal was in uh, Montreal. I was uh, was vegan in uh, 2009. Right. My last year there I was, and that's why ever since I've always been promoting veganism because it it worked on me. I tried it, and I thought this is something that should be shared. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that, like, obviously, there's like a guy. Usually, you often hear guys who are like bigger guys and like bodybuilders and all that stuff need to, you know, throw on all like meat and steaks and everything. And since you're a bigger guy and you're saying that you have like more energy and more endurance, that's a, I guess, that's like a pretty glowing endorsement of being uh, of being a vegan. Did you have to like, obviously, you're probably there with a dietitian or something. But what sort of stuff did you use uh, as a vegan to, to kind of like keep your energy up and like keep your size and your endurance uh, while you're like being a pro hockey player and <laughs> and, and being actually, actually um, while I was playing hockey, I was using a lot of Vega, Vega products, especially the you know the Vega protein powder, okay, which is uh, based with plants, and uh, that's what I was using when I was working on what I was playing. So, you know, I think that people that the carnivores, people that eat meat, they were more worried about my protein intake than myself, <laughs> because again, you know, everything you eat. As protein, you know, because protein is a combination of amino acids, right? So right. When you learn that, when you see green vegetables, uh, lentils, quinoa, anything like that, so mushrooms, those all have lots of amino acids, which you have the A1 combined with complete protein. So at the end of the day, I was, I was not lacking anything. And actually, when you're vegan, you eat more variety of foods than people that are not. Okay. You know, the, the, the Quebecers diet is Steak, uh, steak potatoes and corn, right? That's, that's not a meal. 
I just like to put steak right on top of my poutine, you know? So that's like that's generally what I do. <laughs> yeah, but the poutine is it's considered a meal when you play to be more green. Yeah. You have a bit of a, like meat, like, like a side of it, like five ounce. I think it, it's the studies says that we need like five ounce of meat a day, and that's it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's a very, very small it. amount. Like, we yeah. eat way more meat. Like, even, I mean, like, yeah. obviously you're fully vegan and you're not eating any meat, but yeah. it's like, even if you're not a vegan, you're probably eating more meat than you really need in a day. Like, yeah, you know what you get up to life, but that's why when you look at it, like, when I look at and look all the stuff that you learn when you become vegan, that is known. Hmm. That's why when I eat conference and I talk about it, even if I can't motivate somebody vegan or be vegetarian or whatever, at least I could get them to diminish like their, their meat consumption because they don't know lately that they eat too much and, and what it does to them. And they don't need to have that much and stuff, right? So people always learn a lot of things about Right. I was gonna I was just wondering, uh, is there are there other like high profile athletes that are that are known to be vegan? I mean, because you always sort of have the impression of like your football players and your hockey players, like you said, eating um, you know, like big steaks and stuff. There's nobody in like that that has known that 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 one. I mean, in UFC, UFC has the athletes to be vegan. Oh yeah. Something that didn't know. I did not know that either. Yeah. (laughs) Any football player that is vegan, basketball player that is vegan. Okay. The Williams sisters are vegan in tennis. Okay. Um. So once you become vegan, there's more and more people that you get to learn that are. So, but again, the reason why I've done it is not because of the not because of them. I got to know how master I was. Yeah. But I've only I've done it for my health, the environment, for the animals. Right. Uh, oh, you're gonna because well. you're also. I mean, like you're uh, you're like a member of PETA, I believe, and you're you're involved yeah. with like a, a number of other like charitable organizations that are very uh, yeah. like pro animal, and that's. You know, you're right. I'm a social group of PETA, and mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as they can begin, they approach me right away, mm-hmm. um, and you know they always approach I provide bigger. It's good as one thing to say that you are, but you also need people proactive that join better activists, right? Because right. The animals, they can help. So they need a voice. And, and, you know, me and, and many other people can be their voice to uh, strike some things. And I think it's really important. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, obviously, a lot more people are going to kind of pay attention, especially when you're in. Montreal and it's a huge hockey yeah. market and everything a hockey player coming out and uh, yeah. being a being an animal activist and being a vegan kind of brings attention to it. Oh yes, it did. It did. And actually, in 2009 when I did it, it's like a huge movement. It was all over the news. It was everywhere. It's like controversy. Mm-hmm. And ever since 2009, uh, vegan restaurants, vegetarian restaurants, been going like crazy in Montreal. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a trend and people are changing and and it's striking the base and it's been awesome. Um, never been, there's never been so many vegetarians uh, in Montreal that ever. Unbelievable. George, do you think uh, do you think any players ever tried to pick fights with you because you're a vegan? Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, because I was a monster. I was like I was six three. It didn't matter for them whether I ate grass or steak or whatever. I was so big that people were like, well. He's vegan, you know, the stereotype of vegan is you come to skinny 100 pounds wet. Yeah. You, you, you do yoga and you do levitation. So right. <laughs> hopefully, if George is vegan now, he's going to lose 200 pounds, so then I could fight him. 
Yeah, exactly. But I was no, going to say, I was I, like, you, maybe you fought someone in 2007 yeah. who like wanted a second shot at you in 2009 because yeah. you're like, he's a yeah. vegan now, I have a chance. Yeah. And you're like, no, man, yeah. no chance. I'm, I'm sure some people had that stereotype, but actually, the stronger in a public guy said, wow, guys, I'm stronger. So guys are like, holy shit. No, it's, it's even worse. We want nothing to do with it. He said that he's stronger now. But that's what it did. It was awesome. Like, it all my muscle mass. Mm-hmm. It was stronger, more endurance, and, and then that's it. That was, that's for me, that I, would never, I was never going to go back. So, for, like, so, the vegan, at the upcoming uh, vegan uh, festival, uh, what exactly are you, are you going to be doing? Are you going to be giving talks or workshops or what? Well, what, 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 when I'm there, when I go to, uh, first of all, when I go to vegan events, I, I give, like, a thousand talks a day because people <laughs> ask me questions, yeah, like, right. people that are curious and they're like, how you do it? I'm actually, I think that day, I'm going to work my favorite vegan t-shirt that I have. Uh, it's a t-shirt that I have, and it, that it says, here's how I get my protein. Because I get asked that question every time. I got a t-shirt that is made with everything that I eat that okay. gives me protein. So I'm going to walk with it, and I'm going to make sure everybody reads it before they even ask me that question. <laughs> because I get, asked, I get asked that question a million times a day. Right. And when I go to a vegan conference, it's even more. But also, I'm going to give a conference about uh, about uh, how I became vegan. And it's good because when I do my conference, I'm the standard meat eaters because before 2009, I was. Mm-hmm. And then I explain to them how, why I changed, what happened, and how I live now. And that's a lot different than some doctors that talk about veganism that you don't understand every four words they say. Right. Because right. it's technical, right? You want, so when you talk, you want to talk in. Like when I talk, I try to be in a position so I, I know exactly how they feel about meat and all that stuff and the stuff we hear. We need meat to live and we were born to eat meat in the prehistoric days. We're eating meat and it was always there and for Jesus, for kids. All this sort of stuff. So I go that way first. Mm-hmm. So if I know what they think. And after that, I answer all those questions about like why it's wrong and how it's not the way to think and stuff. And, I see all those questions about it, all the stereotypes that people have about it, and and then and then people like it changed their mind. So, uh, just I guess like just to sort of uh, sort of close it up, like you, uh, do you have any like favorite uh, favorite vegan spots and stuff to check out in the city? Like I, you said, there's all sorts of restaurants popping up, actually, and we're like looking for some actually, George Barack approved places. You know, I, I see all of them. I, I don't want to see my favorite one because I, I like to promote all of them. Okay. So I'd say any vegan place. Okay. So uh, I don't want. What's, to okay. How about this? How about what's your what's your favorite good. vegan dish? Uh, chili. Vegan chili. Chili. Do you yeah. make a Do you make a good vegan chili? Uh, yes, but I'm lazy now, so I I, <laughs> I go buy it. <laughs> oh no. I go get it and stuff. Yeah. You like your chili? Like, is it spicy or not too spicy? Yeah, really spicy. What is your What does your family think about uh, about like, your veganism? Uh, like? they, they, because the Haitian they think I'm crazy. I'm gonna. They thought I was gonna die one day. No, no. One day you guys. Every well, Sunday. Well, yes. <laughs> when I went to family party, I mean, the Haitian is really based on me, right? Yeah. Like, What's wrong with you? People said her son was crazy. He wanted to send me to the hospital. You guys have seen it again, and they have too many friends, and it's all fine. He said it was not. It was insane. Okay. 
All right, George, that was really funny. Thank you uh, so much for taking the time to speak with us today. We really appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks a lot, George. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Wasn't that fun, guys? <laughs> that was That's the best, man. <laughs> I want that chili now. I do. I want. I want, really I want. I want spicy good. chili, and I also. I mean, which I feel kind of went contrary to maybe his point. I'm also really interested in his family's food. That yeah, is not vegan. I want his. Yeah, I want the. Ha- I want, I want, I want, I want the, the Haitian traditional food. Haitian food that he's no longer allowed to eat. His parents. His mom was really upset when when he when she became when he became a vegan, and yeah. she she thought she he said quote she thought I had joined a cult. Yeah, Which is funny because as soon as I told our next guest about this outside, he's like, what is that, a cult or something, veganism? <laughs> so, John, you're on – you're right at the, you're at the same level as George Black's yeah, yeah. mom. Well, I, I, Reese was saying, though, that he can take any vegan in the world. He could take any vegan? Yeah, he can. We have George Lawrence's number. Let's, just out to dinner. Dinner. Out to Let's call him up. <laughs> Let me finish. Out to dinner. Out to dinner out to a steakhouse. That's right? it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, he can have some. I was saying that now that we have George's number, we should just start picking fights and then call up George <laughs> for backup. Yeah. Being like, hey, George. Hey, uh, George, man. This Walter and I are in a little bit of hot water. <laughs> this guy <threw> some meatballs <laughs> well, at I, me. You should send him to Jose Theodore's house because apparently he took a shot at Carrie Price for being soft for playing. Oh, you know? That's what you should do. Who said who was soft? The, uh, Jose, 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 you know, which is your tradition. <laughs> Jose. Jose. No, it's Jose. Yes, it's absolutely yeah. Jose. He calls himself Jose. Yeah. Uh, called Carrie Price soft. Because he's hurt. Because like he didn't he's, play la- he's on, injury uh, prone. Uh, last night. <laughs> he's soft. No, he called him soft. He called him soft. Exactly. But I mean. Is this from Jose Theodore? Really? Who, need, like, who needed, like, hair care for men? Yeah, <laughs> like, he, tested, he tested positive for uh, a banned performance drug because it was uh, Propecia, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's my it. God. That's so long. <laughs> anyway, our guest today, uh, the, the, the voice Speaking of testing positive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey. uh, you, you, guys, you guys could pass a, pass a urine test. I'm flying sure. colors. Every day. They pass <laughs> they literally, one. They, every they, color. They had, to pass the one. they had to pass one to be on, on the show with us today. <laughs> We'd have to borrow some urine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'd pass it. So that's John Vergados you're hearing right now, the. Uh, am I massacring it? I say like no, no, it's good. Vergados, Vergados. Yeah, it's say it in Greek. You, if you were saying it in Greek, it'd be massacring. But in English, uh, it's What's good. Give it, give us the Greek. Vergados. That's pretty good. It means yeah. two. Is this X rated or is this G rated? It's not G rated in any way. It's, 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 so what would it be? It's hard R. No. <laughs> it's a hard R. It means two cocks in Spanish. Two cocks. Mm. Yeah, mm. and two whips in Greece. Vergados, you know, dos. Nice. Oh. Two whips. Yeah, well, All right. That's that's bastard. Why they call it the cock whip? <laughs> I was like, it's a little like so. There's some BDSM like in your family history. Uh, never within the family. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and uh, chuckling in his uh, signature way that he does is uh, Reese Turner hey over there. Guys, uh, and, uh, I of course am named after uh, a peanut butter cup. Uh, yes, correct. Yes. Many yes. times. <laughs> Just many many times. Nice. Yeah, wait, we've wait, heard that every wait, show. Wait, right? Way to plug the opener. Way to plug the uh, opener. Your, sister, Many times. your sister's Kit Kat, right? The Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> Snickers. You should you should change it just being like my my sister's like large pizza all dress. I, I've done <laughs> more and more esoteric food items. Uh, okay. uh, like uh, burrito and tahole. Exactly. <laughs> a large pizza Hawaiian on one side and pepperoni, <laughs> pepperoni on the other, but like don't let them touch. Uh, <laughs> like, Turner. 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 <laughs> like, the worst boxing name ever. <laughs> Uh, and, and you guys are, uh, I mean, like you're, John is doing all kinds of is Skunk shit. Magazine. And then you're also, uh, yeah, we com- just launched the highway as well, which is a free cannabis consumer magazine, one in Canada, one in California. Okay. It's going to be, it's available right now, primarily it's available in Toronto. Okay. Uh, but we are going to spread it to all over the country soon. You know, we just wanted to see how it was received. So, but it's flying off the shelves like three things do. So yeah. it's doing well. <laughs> what's the plan to, what's it's the doing well. I've, I've, I've sold so many. Every one of so this many. three things is going out. 
Right and now, what's the planned frequency of publication for that? Uh, every two months in Canada, every two months in California, and then we have Skunk, which is every two months as well. Right. And if it does well, we'll, we'll branch out to Michigan, every cannabis-friendly state in the U.S. Cool. So are they better than in alternate months? So if you have like a... Dual. We try, we try, <laughs> we try, but I'm working on three deadlines for this Friday. But no, no, it's uh, yeah, alternate months, so it yeah, gives so us I mean, a chance. Like, so you could to have a whole years if you wanted to. If you subscribe to the two, yeah. By subscribed, I mean Something like, to yeah, the free subscribe mag. to I mean, the like free your head shop had both. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. There's a lot of people actually in in the in the U.S. calling up and wanting us to give them the Canadian version. They 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 like what we do. You know, what right? the, We've been doing it for a long time. So Other than like geographical issues or geographic issues, what's the main difference between the Canadian version and the Californian version? Subject matter. I mean, Subject matter. two different uh, mindsets, markets completely. California is a little bit more progressive in the sense that they tend to focus on uh, more organic growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have the, the, the location to do that. And also, it's yeah, it is more progressive. They've, they've had it in their food movement, in their wine movement for a lot longer. Here in Canada, it's more of a, I'd say it's <laughs> because of what's happening politically. It's more of an activist mag right now, but still showcase, still important for the consumer because we we showcase all kind of uh, cannabis products from whether they're dispensaries, licensed producers, home growers, uh, craft cannabis growers. We just try to see who's got the best stuff. We do independent reviews of products, strains, edibles, uh, any kind of derivative, you know. So we want we want people to know where they can sort of get the the best cannabis products. And that's, right. That's that goes a long way. We also cover some of the activists that have been making some news in the uh, in Canada because we're we're at a volatile time. Most of the mainstream people don't know. Uh, what's happening? They think is uh, practically they think is legal right now, but it's not. There's yeah. still people getting arrested. There's still people mm. losing their livelihood. Raids. Uh, we had Project Claudia in May in Toronto where they shut down or they raided 40 dispensaries, arrested 100 people. Probably spent you know tens of millions of dollars, and nobody's going to go yeah. to trial. And then it's little things too. It's like little things too. Like I was in, I, I was like I went to a, to a head shop like in Kingston recently because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted uh, some rolling head. papers for mm-hmm. my cigarettes. For yeah, my, uh, for my rolling tobacco, as you do. just yeah. to, just to fix your cigarettes. For if they fix break. my cigarettes, yeah, exactly. Break, yes. as, as they're prone to do. And the guy was like, um, "I was, I wanted to pay with. <laughs> I bought a lot of rolling papers, so I wanted to pay with my uh, credit card." And the guy's like, "No, we we can't, the credit card companies don't like working with us, or like because of the seeds, because mm-hmm. we sell seeds." And so I was like, "Get the fuck out, really!" Like, I'll and, take some seeds. Yeah, well, and I'm like, <laughs> the, I was like, you guys, I thought it was like, "You guys got seeds?" Like, and he's like, "Yeah," but I'm like, "Tobacco seeds?" He's like, no. I was like, "Fuck, man, no, 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 no. <laughs> doesn't work for you." Yeah, but but yeah, no. Like two of the biggest banks, I think the RBC. I don't remember the other one uh, refused to do any business with any cannabis business, whether they're legal or not. Yeah, you know, so they just—it's a moral thing. I need to change my bank. RBC definitely And more will follow suit. I mean, the same thing in the U.S. No cannabis business can can do any banking. Yeah, it's great. There, I understand because it's federally illegal. Yeah, but here in Canada, it's not. Have it's you been watching? Have you been, have you seen any of that uh, Weedikit uh, series? Yeah, he's a moron. You don't like him? Uh-huh. No. You don't like that series? No. I, I, in fact, the cannabis community doesn't really like that guy at all because he, he still portrays that stoner uh, kind of mentality. I don't find he does. He's pretty clean. He's pretty clean cut. Like, are we talking about the same show? 
Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it's I'm only, on, it's only on, Weedy Cat that's getting like on Vice Canada yeah. on, on the Vice Network there. Mm-hmm. But it, at least, at least it's sort of shedding light on on some of the issues, and it goes to different places. Right, but I don't, I don't think they pay real respect to to what the issues is. That's the com- chief complaint is that basically they're trying to still stigmatize by using the Cheech and Chong kind of uh, stoner type mentality, you know, on that show, on that show, not Vice in general, but on that show in particular. There's actually a boycott out from yeah. uh, cannabis community uh, against Weedy Cat. I haven't watched it yet. But the things you're saying, like, you're not going like it's, it's actually, it's a really like classy <laughs> show. Like, they, like, it's not like it's a classy the stoner show. No, no, but it's not the stoner stuff. And he's, <laughs> not, but I brought it up because they talk about a lot of the things that you're talking about. No, no, no it is a classy Vice show. Vice does like, a good job in like, the Like, he talks about, like, like, cause like, there's an episode, there's an episode where there's like, where they go to, uh, Colorado, or they go, where they go to Denver, and they talk about the issues of, mm-hmm. like, how there's no, like, they can't access, like, banking and stuff, and how there's, like, there's all you this sure private security. Or is not something else on I Vice? feel like we're probably talking about two different things. Yeah, cause Vice covers cannabis at large. There's this one show where a guy goes to different, like, different communities, and he talks about, like, the legal struggles and all this stuff. He's an Indian guy. It's is an Indian where? guy. That's the guy who's been boycotted right now by mm. the cannabis community. Maybe, yeah. maybe didn't know didn't better. know about this. Maybe you saw the wrong episode. I gotta I, I gotta look into this. Maybe they changed their. Uh, I mean, they might have changed the format yeah. if, if there is like outcry. Maybe if there's like, outcry, yeah. No, yeah. Vice is doing a good job covering. Uh, they've got they, the one thing I can give them props for is that they brought it to the eyes of people that wouldn't you know they wouldn't otherwise see it you know, mm. but at the same time I mean I'm cannabis media just like they kind of are. And I don't think they respect their subjects as much. They're more uh, into like kind of shock journalism. I've, I've been interviewed by Vice a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I've been on on a site when they've needed access to certain locations and right. stuff. And they don't, you know, they're just trying to be sensationalist, and that's that that uh, trying to sell that the is, free magazine. That's right. They're free. They got their free magazine too. Yeah, exactly. yeah they, like they're a competitor, man. We're both free, so I don't like them. You know? uh, no, <laughs> they do. They do good work. In fact, that's on Vice. one of the. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One free magazine. Start a Vice feud. <laughs> I get, listen, I got, I got, I got George Lorac on my side. That's it. <laughs> that's what? it. We're we're calling they, him. In. We're calling in a favor. We were on the same show, George. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, by and large, though, mainstream media is covering uh, cannabis in a in a much bigger way than I've ever before. Mm-hmm. Huffington Post leads with it every day. Vice is all over I mean, it. It is called uh, the Huffington Post. So. Hey. Not the Puffington Host. There so. it is. <laughs> but, and, I, and I was going to say, too, and I mean, like, it, it became, especially among young voters, like, it became, like, a, a pretty big talking point in the last Canadian election. And I mean, and then there's, there is a push, and now there's, like, a vague promise of next, like, spring 2017 for when there's at least, I guess, yeah. like, the first... Steps introduction. Yeah, exactly. in Michigan, and, I, and again, we I, don't live in Michigan. I just love fucking Michigan. I like it. I like <laughs> in, in, in Michigan, Michigan. No, but in Michigan, they, 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 Michigan. they decriminalized it, and it was like it brought out like the biggest number of voters ever. Apparently, brought out like three million voters. Oh, but there was someone who did that when they were just like they, they were talking to undecided voters, and they were like, "Who would you vote for?" And they're like, "I'm not voting for anybody." And like, blah, 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 blah. they're like, well, "What if there was a vote to legalize marijuana?" They're like, "I'd show up for that." Up. Like, yeah, well, people do. Yeah, you need like, to vote for the president first. Uh, no. <laughs> like, well, it's part of the. I do yeah, think exactly. Trudeau, I'm not going to say he won because of the cannabis vote, but it I mean, he was helped. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you have to combine it with with Harper was a complete Can dick. We, do you want to talk about that for a bit? Which part? The, Harper? The Trudeau deal. Uh, Trudeau, Trudeau's lied to the people. It's basically, our problem is not legalization. I said that knowing the, how you feel about it. It's the, the type of legalization <laughs> in the sense that they're trying to uh, keep it for their friends. If, if you, if you'd be shocked at the number of ex-liberal party members who are stockholders or shareholders of all these new licensed producers, yeah. you know? The Chuck Rafici, who was one of the principal fundraisers for the Liberal Party, was also the CEO of Tweed. Right. You know, and, uh, and other places as well now. And I, I, I see that as a conflict, you know what I mean? I, right. And, and, um, 
what they're doing is trying to shout out everybody who's ever had any hand in, in actually showing the truth about cannabis. You can't be part of the new system. Right. And that's what we find a little bit reprehensible, you know. So, like, but like, I, you know, I get into all these conversations with people about like uh, the time frame as to when. And I think I've talked to you about this, Keith. Like, mm. it's actually, like but the time frame as to when it's actually going to be legalized, like on, at a national level. Uh, and and not, my what I go to my my argument about that is the is I, I I bring up the long gun registration, which is neither here nor there, but it's like just in terms of the inefficiency and the bureaucracy of everything. And remember what happened with the, with the long gun stuff and how they wanted to do it, and then mm-hmm. they took it back, and the whole process wasted like I think uh, like so hundreds much money. of millions of dollars, and then nothing came of it. Right, right, right. So right, right. I'm saying if that if that happened with that, then I don't understand how could they can people can expect like the legalization movement to, to happen in any kind of reasonable time frame. Well, it's it going to take long. It's going to take long. No, I mean, even Colorado from <laughs> the right. time they voted <laughs> it in, yeah. it took a while to implement. We, I get that. I'm, I'm not complaining about the length of time. I, I do wonder why they're so adamant that it will be legal. It will be this, but meanwhile, you're all going to get arrested. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean, it's like, we do agree with you that it's not right, that it's legal and nobody should be going to jail. But if you do it in the meantime, while we do, you're going to be arrested. Yeah. You but know? I think that there's, I mean, there's so many different like levels of government and law that like, it, that's going to be inevitable because it's like, <clears throat> like to me, if you get, if you get arrested in the city of Montreal, it's more like, like the city of Montreal gets the fine money and stuff and like Ottawa doesn't see that money. So it's like, you know, like there's like, it's crap, but, yeah, I, can, but I can understand like that what, what government is saying doesn't always necessarily apply to like what people are getting busted for on the streets. Like, but there's there's there's, there's, there's still should. a bunch of possession charges yeah. going on, and and you have to understand what a charge means, right? You yeah. can't go to the U.S. No, I know, many jobs you. you can't get. Uh, you you if you're a welder, you won't be able to work for Air Canada. Yeah. They, like, there's so many rep- like uh, repercussions will, you'll have to, to get this. Rid of your pit bull. Yeah, you'll have to pay for a waiver to Ugh. get to the U.S. Ten years down That's from the, you know, it's 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 nuts. It's 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 basically, I don't know. They should have decrimmed in the meantime. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. they're so uh, they they have a couple of catchphrases that basically keep it out of the hands of children, and that's why we're legalizing. And second is basically we want it to get out of organized crime. You know what I mean? Studies have shown that cannabis, by and large, it's not organized crime. There's no gangsters here. You know, right. obviously there's exceptions, but for the most part, it's it's mom and pop growers doing this. You know? Right. Plus, I mean, there was that one part in the in the first Godfather film where uh, the horse Don, head it was the horse head, but there's, but Don Corleone is also vehemently against uh, getting into any sure. kind of uh, trade. except cannabis. Yeah, no, except he, for he, cannabis. He, he, yeah, he I liked, think that was like, cannabis, that was the yeah. part. I think that's <laughs> yeah. the the second part that's that's detailed. And he, they build. They fact, go to Las Vegas. I think and that they whole build horse head was like a, 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 a cannabis dream. You know? Cannabis I mean, dream. Yeah, it wasn't even real. That guy is bad tripping one morning. But uh. I, I was going to say, when you're talking about uh, just like the people who are actually like stand to profit the most from legalization, like being the bigger corporations and stuff like that, uh, do you find that there would be like the model that makes the most sense to me is kind of like where we have with beer, where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you have your like Labatt and your Budweiser, and they're sponsoring hockey teams and doing whatever, and it's huge. Yeah, but uh, then you're also like, and if you're but if you're a connoisseur, you have your local breweries, and you know, like you're like that's there's a market for that, right? Which is exactly the model we're we're fighting for, right. and, and we're trying to set up in the sense we want room for craft growers. I mean, what's the somebody's got to supply Costco and Walmart and all that? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, craft people can't do that in China, by and large. Exactly. They don't so, they don't have the the, the capacity to produce but that much. Right? The way the LP system is set up right now is but you you want you need your medicine right because right now you have to be medical there's no legalization right. yeah uh you've got to go on their online menu see what you what they describe about it see whatever mm-hmm. you have to order a minimum amount of it you never see it it comes to you in the mail right that's not the typical experience people want when they're 
when they're buying their medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not a. It's kind of different than buying, let's say, oxycontin or yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's very many nuances between strains, uh, even. Even who grew it, kind of thing, will make a very big difference. Like Plus, Oxycontin doesn't have like any fun names or anything. Well, nobody, yeah, no, no, nobody, that's a pretty, that's a pretty fun Oxy. name already. <laughs> yeah, Oxy. Yeah, but like no, you know, it's not. There, and then there's like I don't know. I immediately <laughs> couldn't come up with a fun name for any Oxycontin. Well, but <laughs> there in the well, let's, let's go to Fentanyl. Fentanyl. There it is. Yeah. Fentanyl. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, no, exa- exactly. That's it. So, I mean, like, uh, but I mean, it, it, what, what I, I understand I, that model that you just described is what we want. Right. You know, what I mean, there should be, in the end, and this is where government, I, I think, I don't, I think they even pretend, but they pretend that they can eradicate or they can solve this problem. There's no way. It's a plant. Tomorrow, if they like outlaw tomatoes, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. It's not the You're same not going like, to stop people from growing. You don't need it. to be a chemist to no to grow like a strain of pot. And like and, and, and chances are a, a, a newbie yeah. with a couple of books and some good advice, mm-hmm. you'll be growing better product that you can get from these multi-million dollar facilities yeah. just by virtue of doing it on a small scale. Right. You know that's a lot because you, you we've entrusted right now cannabis production and medical production to people that don't really know much about cannabis. Okay. Starting with government, right. they they have no clue except that they can make money off it. You know. Um, but the best growers in, in Canada are the guys, <laughs> little small craft growers that are, that are growing boutique kind of, uh, yeah. Product, and, 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 and I think that, like I said, like the, the whole, the, the beer analogy holds, it's like your, it's your craft beer is nine times out of 10 better than your Budweiser. Yeah. Like, you know, and it might like be more expensive, but there is going to be a market for it. Yeah, exactly. People that want it. Uh, right now, basically the government, swear to God, if the weed starts you, to taste like hops, I'm going to be pissed though. Like, <laughs> well, no, right now, <laughs> everything you get from the government <laughs> is irradiated. Like Budweiser, I'd be way more pissed. <laughs> well, part of the, part, one of the thing, one of the issues is that everything that comes out of the government, uh, uh, permitted facilities is radiated means it goes through x-ray before it goes through okay and so that right away kills some of the terpenes some of the taste some of the smell some of the flavor you know you mean like what they do like apples and stuff like in the grocery store or i don't know what they do that would be like like it's like irradiated and stuff like yeah probably the same process it yeah. just makes it yeah i think our, both the irradiations are the same i would suggest i don't know i i could say that i've never had an issue with uh bad apple with the uh, sure with i thought you were gonna a- say animals, i was gonna uh, say i've never with, had an with, apple in my with, life with <laughs> apples not keeping for too for like it's like oh no it's spoiled my well, apple. it's stuck around well, too long and now i it's think spoiled. it helps to apples have don't like last yeah, around eight inches of wax around it yeah it helps yeah they're mummified they're not irradiated they're mummified i don't understand i put it in a bag and stuck it in the back of the freezer my apples my apples what's up to them they're all dried out. So I was going to say that I guess I mean obviously uh, one of the ways you guys are I suppose uh, putting eyes on the issues, eyes on the magazine, eyes on whatever's going on is the Potatoes. super successful uh, comedy show that you guys have been running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our skunk speakeasy. Uh, yeah. Reese hasn't said anything in like 20 minutes. I don't no, think. I Reese is still here, FYI. Is is that, no, he's, 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 had, he's had some commentary. You, he's like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm the hype person. Right I think, yeah, yeah, I so. think basically <laughs> our first show, we had like 13 people or something, right. and like maybe my kids and their friends were half of them or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> but like the last show, I think we had about 150. Wow. You know, yeah, and it's pretty pretty impressive. So you hear that? John brought his kids. Why don't yeah. you? <laughs> I brought Why my mom. You? So you, you Reese brought his mom once. You guys are doing these monthly now, right? Like yeah, you're usually towards the end of the month. Our next one's coming up October 28th at okay. a at a location nice. to yeah. be uh, named later. TBA. Kind of 
It's like an yeah. old school when, like, uh, I used to be like a raver in the mm-hmm. late '90s and the early 2000s, and you'd like call the number, That's and yeah. then you'd like get the address, mm-hmm. and then you'd be in like, this okay. case instead of t- calling a sketchy number, though, just talk to Reese. Exactly. Which Hi. I mean, depending just on what you Reese. think of Reese. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's it's difficult. I already have Keith's watch. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> my watch. But it, it's a lot Bring of my fun. Wallet. It's a lot of fun. People yeah. people are really enjoying it. It's people come g- from Ottawa, from Toronto, from mm-hmm. Sherbrooke, from yeah. Winnipeg. We had from, a guy uh, come like uh, he came all the way by like wasn't it by himself uh, from Pickering? Pickering, from Pickering, Ontario. Ontario. By himself. No, I think it was with a girl. Okay, with a girl. Yeah. He came with a girl from That's Pickering. That's even more impressive. That's yeah. it. He found a girl in Pickering. He didn't bring the girl in Pickering. No, no, not from Pickering. I think she picked her up on St. Catherine. Oh, but he came with a girl. oh I see. Okay. Originally from Pickering. He was like, he's like, I'm going to Montreal by myself. That's it. Skunk Magazine speakeasy comedy show going, hey, want to have a good time? Girl said, this sounds like the best. The and best then time. They showed up. And had a great time. It was a fantastic time. Like we've had some crazy comics come through. Like, Derek Sagan closed the last show. And yeah, it was amazing. yeah. Derek yeah. fucking Sagan. Like he was Sirius XM's top comic uh, for 2015. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show. We had Guido as well. We had Guido Cocamello, who's on the plug, plug the next show. lineup. Plug the next we had lineup. Walter Ling oh, a couple oh, yeah, of times. We did Walter, Walter showed up a couple yeah. times. He, uh, yeah. Uninvited. Every Uninvited. Time. Yeah. Just, every time <laughs> he I just show showed up, up and he started I, bothering me from outside at the last show. I saw him in the. I do two things. I, I heckle Reese and I bother John. I just like I just get in John's ear. I'm like, I have a great idea for a piece. And I'm like, John, 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 John. I want to write something. John, John, yeah, I have a great I go, idea. The for only piece. the only time I'll accept your uh, your piece is if you come up stage humming CCR. I did it already. It's you been did. done. Oh, you did. That was a beautiful that, that's oh, when you oh, saw oh, it. That's shit. when you saw it happen. You talked to <laughs> me hey, about let me just it. Tell you how good this show is! You're not going to remember anything about this show. <laughs> 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 you, you. That's Your why you know hurt? about this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, <laughs> idea, no idea why you were laughing, but John is oh, requesting. Just for the record here, John is requesting a bit that he only knows about because he saw me do it at the show he wants me to do it at. Do it. 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 Does it really work? Do it. Ding. 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 Ding, 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 ding. Have you ever seen me do this, yeah, uh, no. Keith? <laughs> Shit. Let's move on. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. What, what am I, Reese Turner here doing my bits on Ooh, the podcast? You just like, did it, though. So, like, well, yeah, but there's a whole other thing. Anyway, I do CCR, and it's a thing. And do, I, do you they, sing it, or you just, you just keep I the bass? I sing about waffles. Okay. Down on the corner, waffles no. on the street? No. Anyway. Yeah, that's actually pretty much the exact thing. Kind of a little bit, yeah. <laughs> What is that known for? Right. No, no it's, that's not right at all. More, no, 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 no. Mine's way much more, more of a complex. I think actually the first song is down on the corner. Gonna get some waffles. Uh, yeah, I think, hey, I think hey, that's it. It took me a whole a whole car ride with my wife stuck in, stuck in traffic to write that joke. Okay, yeah, so. And now we can finally say where the old speaky was. It was down on the corner from Cora's where it Walter was, used to get his waffles. How, how do you, waffles how do you, at Cora's. Yeah, down the corner. But now we're not there anymore, so you can't find it. So I gotta do a new bit. I gotta do a new bit at the new location. No, no, do that bit. It's classic. That or the fanny pack. Fanny pack. Uh, but yeah, we've had some good comics. Uh, so you have so coming up on the next one? Sorry, we, oh, we, we, we were kind one. of talking. Who about do we that? have? Uh, uh, we've got um, Paul Whirl, um, John Selig, Chris Bonaparte, DJ Mausner, Mau Mausner, Mausner. Uh, some people I, say Mausner, Mausner. I'm always in Maus- I, 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 I say Mausner, but I think it's Mausner. Yeah, names I think it's Mausner. Like yeah, M A U is Mau, Mau. Yeah, Mausner. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. Ma- I think she does. Anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. Uh, Derek Graff, before he takes back off to Chicago right. and leaves us right. up in Montreal. Lovely fellow, Derek. Yeah. Um, and we got Chris Bonaparte closing it down this time. Cool. No girls again? No, there's two. I oh. said two. Oh. I didn't hear you say any girls, dude. DJ Mausner. Oh, right. Oh, jeez. I, I just heard, is that <laughs> his name? Look, I instantly forgot every single name And you said. were like literally talking about how to pronounce his <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, how to pronounce his name. <laughs> All right. You know what? <laughs> Who's the second one? <laughs> Who 
was the second. And Chris Bonaparte. And Chris Bonaparte. Rachel Gengerman. Rachel Gentleman. Gentleman. See how you'd be confused. No, it's Gendron. Gendron. That's what I said. Gendron. Oh, Gendron. What the hell is Gendron? Gendron. It's him. Gendron. I'm not French. She actually pronounces it. She actually says Gendron. She's from Maine. Yeah. She says it more like this. It should be Gendron. It should be Rachel Gendron. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. She's from Maine. Reese Turner. Yeah, she's not gonna say that. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna fun, be a great show. Fun will be had by all. Isn't there? Is there not a uh, costume element? There is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you dress up in a costume, you come and it's voted best costume. You're gonna win, take prizes. something. You're gonna take something fucking great home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To share yeah. with all your share, friends. Share, share with all, your friends. all of your friends. Do not give it out for Halloween though. Keep that for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People get arrested for that. Completely, no, that's just razor blades. Completely, that's just razor blades. Completely unrelated, except for, <laughs> except for maybe maybe some color uh, similarities. I was at a Korean. No, we've had black and black uh, comics. As I've well. had <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I was at what a did Korean, he say? No, he wasn't what saying that saying? at all. He no, was saying that. No. At a Korean grocery. I was at a Korean grocery store, and they had like a bag of like individually wrapped packets of like six or seven wasabi peas. It's like for oh, Halloween, and I was like, "Oh the, wow, you'd be the, the worst. worst. Little, I would love a little <laughs> oh, packet of wasabi." No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I was like, oh, I want to get <laughs> maybe, or maybe if they if you got like only Korean kids showing up or something, I don't know, man. Those, uh, those are like the parents that give out the uh, the sesame snaps, the, the those two hey, packs. Yeah, I like sesame snaps. Those, those, are those aren't bad. I like if you got that as a Halloween candy. And first of all, you get three in those. That's three. Oh, sorry, I'd say the I'd say the one the one with the wasabi. Three eggs on your door. That's <laughs> I, dig, I dig the wasabi place, but with duck eggs. Oh, to, to really tie together. Is that duck eggs? They eat more ducks. No, well, ducks. You, you know, I love wasabi peas. Also, wasabi, I, I, I'd be ducks. excited if I got Peking if duck. I got those. However, as an average kid, putting in like wasabi s- peas, super spicy horseradish covered <laughs> peas with no sugar, with no sugar or nothing. You're like, ah, like you can I think it, it would be fantastic. Like, imagine if you just like threw them all in your mouth because you're like, now, well, little kid. if you included a pea shooter. Yeah, you know, or yeah, a straw. Yeah, yeah. that'd know. be sick. That'd be good. But yeah, no, it's, it's a I'm contrast though with the crunchy bars and stuff. It's good. No, I mean, like, crunchy bars. The right kid would yeah, be just psyched. Mix them in. Take, take, a, take a bite, bite, a bite of each. <laughs> Reese would like it because he, he grew up eating chocolate. Listen, you know? listen. So I am, I am not a light man. All right, I grew up eating many candy bars. Many. Uh, and if again wasabi peas or those little sesame seed snaps made it into my Halloween candy. I'm fucking with your house. I don't agree with when the sesame. When you were a little kid, how about unshelled you, peanuts? Um, oh yeah, oh, buy the fucking handful, bud. What about shelled? You, we, I'm saying, are no, you? No, they're my Halloween. Get a fucking candy. Go out and spend some money. Are you, up, are you getting angry at the house too? Yeah. If you're getting oh, yeah. the the, the, oh, yeah. the shelled, oh, yeah. the, the unshelled. No, no, you're spending. You're getting Nestle, yeah. Cadbury, Cadbury, or one of the big three chocolate yeah. brands Mars. in my bag, or I'm making. Not you know. Nestle though. Nestle's well, bad. Time, Nestle's bad. But the little chocolate bars. How can you? Okay, I know. But the little chocolate bars. John, come on. Let me get it straight. I if know. I show up at your house now with a bag and you give me anything less than a television, I'm furious. When you were a little kid, did you ask for Mises pieces? Oh no, no. I would say I'd I'd actually be like, oh, you got Reese's pieces? Those are mine. And I just take Reese's pieces. What a great joke. Now that's what I would do. That's not a joke. That is a fact. I know, but say what a great bit for you. To do as a kid and not never get punched in the oh, face. Oh fuck! I was a big kid. You weren't punching me in the face, Walter. <laughs> well, I grew up. I grew up in Park size. Extension, so our our Halloween consisted of waiting for the kids from TMR to come and stealing their bags. Nice. I was I was raised Joe's witness of my Halloween. Not a lot of trick or treating at the bowling alley. Sorry, not a lot of trick or treating. It would be more like chasing trick or treaters. Get some nachos. It was great. 
So uh, that was a good, unusable two minutes of the podcast where four people were talking. No, no, this no. When amazing. you listen to it, you'll yeah. hear everybody. You'll love it. You'll love it when you hear it. You'll yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just asking about, if, John, if the, how much the, I wanted more details on trick-or-treating in, in Park X. Well, we'd all have black leather jackets, <laughs> white shirts. <laughs> so you'd be dressed up like a, it was like a grease. It'd be like, like, it'd be like warriors. Warriors. Warriors, right. Sorry, I don't know why. Milk bottles. I went with grease instead of warriors. Come out and play. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was scary Halloween. In our neighborhood. As it's meant to be, damn it. We tried to put the fear back into it. You know? <laughs> a little edginess in Halloween is, I think, like a good thing. Yeah. A little know? edginess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now it's every, when I had kids, it was so different. Yeah, you, you know, you have, they even have places that are special, so they don't have to go to doors now. Just bring them here to the community center, yeah, and, is, you yeah. know. And, and you can pick up uh, from me. Like, I, I guess then, I, I was, I mean, I never trick-or-treated as a kid. I was raised as Jehovah? Do you feel, like, a, you feel yeah. like you missed out? Because you get, well, you do it every day as a Jehovah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Going door to door, and the one night we're like, no. <laughs> take this one off. You take this one, everybody else. Did, did you ever actually, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, did you actually do the door to door stuff? Yeah. Oh, no shit. I don't know why, for some reason, that never occurred to a pretty big part of it the never world. It literally never occurred to me. What was the weirdest thing that happened to you while you were doing that? It just it somebody just gave him wasabi peas. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing like that weird. But it's like every now and then, like dude, like people answer the door, like just like basically like robes open and stuff. And you're like, whoa, like that's like really weird. Like, what, what would you do during during these like these door to doors? Would you just sort of like cover around, kind of looking creepy in the back? Like? <laughs> No, he's, he's trying to sell them. <laughs> just like, well, this, you know, like this, like this, like this, like it's like you know, like the Jehovah's have already showed up, so it's already it's like, Ugh. and then and then there's like this this kid in the back. It's hey! like, what's the fucking kid gonna do? What's the kid no, gonna I would say? Like stand <laughs> next <laughs> to my father. The kid is like... to show people that Jehovah's do in fact procreate. I see. It's not. Well, it's like, not against this wholesome the... little kid. <laughs> and you're doing, and then it cuts to you, and you're doing like that kid at the end of the Back to the Future. Yeah, exactly. You're just like looking at the camera and pointing at my pointing at your crotch. <laughs> looks like your dad just looks over what you're doing. <laughs> what camera is he? <laughs> Donna Reese, if you guys don't know. So, everybody knows this reference. <laughs> look up, look up creepy kid at the end of Back to the Future. And you know when, you know Back to the Future 3? Oh shit, okay, yeah. now I know the kid, yeah. one of Doc's kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One, of, one of Doc's kids <laughs> is like, like gesturing, like come <laughs> hither to the camera, and then as the camera zooms in, and then like it folds its zoom, then he points at his crotch. For, like, yeah, for just no weird, reason, and weird he's just kind of like again. a little creepy little And, the, and then the watchtower comes in. The watchtower comes in. <laughs> yeah, in his pants. Maybe so, he uh, yeah. himself though, guys. Like, maybe no, he's like, I've had an it's potential. Yeah, dark pants on. There's, there's a, uh, what do you call it? There's like this a, is at least a fourth or fifth. You had to wear suits though, right? Too, eh? What? You yeah. had to wear yeah, suits. Yeah, 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 but yeah. why? Then they can spot you if you're wearing suits. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't want. Yeah, that that yeah. was all. That happened actually pretty frequently. Where it's like you like ring the doorbell and you hear noise yeah. in the house. Go. <gasps> you're like everybody's like. <laughs> you should come. Everybody's talking. And everybody's just real quiet. We're like. We see you at the table. You're looking at me, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just you're at the kitchen no, table. You guys, you guys should should always carry one of those big American clearing houses. Checks. <laughs> <Just, laughs> <laughs> switch. Yeah. Like, oh, have you heard the? Did word? You we're here with Ed McMahon. <laughs> no. Right. No. 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 We're not. We're, we're here, here to talk about the Word of God. And did you have to like talk? Did you talk at all? Yeah, or? I was really good at it. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Kids are innocent. They're not going to expect. I you did it uh, basically from when I could talk to when they get the fuck out. Have you heard of Jehovah? What they kick you out for? What they kick you out for? Uh, having sex going with like this I wasn't and married to. There it is. One of the ones that came up with the open rope. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened to my cousin Luke. 
Uh, same shit. His oh, whole Luke family. Turner. Luke Turner. What? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was ready. I was like, no. His <laughs> name is actually Luke, Tur- Luke Turner. Luke Turner. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, that's the same reason he got kicked out too. Like, hey, uh, he a loved a woman that was not his wife, uh, and he wasn't married at the time, so it was kind of weird. Well, exactly. Well, no, for me, exactly. But it was the other guy's wife. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that. No, no. For me, it was just literally just the. I was having sex and was not married. Plus, why? But how did they know? You have to tell them, or they watch. Not gonna, like, hide is that what the watchtower is? This is that turned into like an inquisition of Keith's face. <laughs> I'm married now. <laughs> no, but that's it. It's like yeah, pretty much. I mean, like like people like the other Joe's witnesses will like basically rat you out. Like I wasn't like being rat you super. Out. I wasn't wow. like, like super clandestine <laughs> or whatever. You got stooped off. I'm walking Vince. down the street with my girlfriend. I'm gonna like hold hands and I'm gonna put two to two together. There's like a 17 year old kid hanging out with this girl. And then well, I'm just not gonna holding. If hands someone point, you're point blanks ask me, I'm not gonna like lie to their face. Well, you're taking your girlfriend. Because you're not allowed lying, right? Well, I mean, also, what would be the point? Like, why would? Well, because you already like you already broken the rules. You might as well lie about it. That's true. That's John's true. got a point here. That's just like you doubling know, exactly. down, though. Like, it, pretty yeah, much. I feel yeah. that that. <laughs> and then listen. point at your crotch real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, now that I've committed one sin, I can commit them all. But that's how it works. Yeah, you know? I suppose. I think. I don't know. The first crime is always the, the hardest one to do. Yeah. Then afterwards, you know. And afterwards, Jeez, you just, it's just down a, down a slippery Stole path. candy, killed 30 Well, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So the running theory with yeah. that little kid at Back to the Future <laughs> 3. <laughs> We're still talking about it. <laughs> is that there were probably multiple takes, and it was probably the camera was on a dolly that probably was, like, moving up, and he was probably, like, calling the dolly forward and then pointing when it stopped. Like, that's, oh. like, so he was just, like, bored. Like, you're just, like, stand still. You're not, he didn't have a mind. I think he, he whizzed himself. He might have whizzed himself. That's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, he's saying. Dark yeah. pants. But exactly, because he does, like, he does, like, come hither, and then, like, right when the pant, like, the hither. zoom stops, he, like, points down at, kind of, at his, what looks like pointing at his junk. But they're, like, people are, like, the running, like, the kid is just standing there for probably, like, way long time, and he's, like, five, and then probably it's just, like, camera coming, stop. Like, I don't think. But why would he do that and point at his dick instead of being like this and doing this? Because they were probably so. like, keep your hands at your side or whatever. Because it's all kind of yeah, happens. But like, but like, keep your hands at your side and then doing that yeah. is, is like he's kind of, you know. John, I'm sorry I brought this up ever. Anyway. No, but I think John, George Larac would appreciate wasabi. I think so. <laughs> no, wasabi, wasabi, peas. Like wasabi peas would be a perfect trick or treat thing oh, for Larac. He'd be so into that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So perfect. So is it his house? Is this where we got onto the wasabi peas? Is he giving no. them out this year? No, 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 he just told you about the Korean market. It's the Korean market. Well, uh, maybe he shops at the Korean market. Probably does. George wouldn't actually tell us where his favorite vegan restaurant is because he said you should try them all. Uh, (laughs) Ah. That sounds like he owns a few vegan restaurants. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Uh, Walter, do you want to hit five questions? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. (coughs) Uh, So we're going to go John, Reese, Reese, John, whatever. So we do five questions, same three questions to all our guests. Then we have a question from our previous guest, and then you ask a question into the future of our, our future next guest, who we totally know who it is, but we don't. Uh, who would play you in a movie, John? Hmm. Hmm. Who play in a movie? I don't know who I want to, or yeah, who yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It's like you're. I always like John Cusack, but he's too clean. 
would have been, but he, be good. That would be yeah. good. He actually. could grow up the like, like think, think John Cusack yeah. and like uh, being John Malkovich. He has like the longer hair and like okay. yeah, he's a little Cusack. more. Uh, it's gotta be a bit yeah. edgy. Yeah, he's quirky yeah. enough, I think. Yeah, all right, I'll go with Cusack. Johnny Depp. I think Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Question before? Johnny Depp's having too much issues right now. No, but he would work though. I'm gonna change it and say Tilda Swinton because she's so hot right now and she can play anything. Yeah, You can say who he wants. Who do you want to play with? Who's gonna play you? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton can play anything and play with me. As me. Whoa. Whoa. That would be gay, though, she, right? Uh, no, no, yes, it would. If she's playing you and yeah, you're playing with her. Like, she just caught some flack recently for being so uh, versatile, right? That's it. She's starting to, uh, to take take roles away from these and yep. different, different groups. Exactly. She took a role from an Asian man. She's in the uh, she's starring in the, in the wow. Shaquille O'Neal movie. As Shaquille O'Neal. No. The basketball. LeBron James. Oh. <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> <laughs> Number, question number two. Question number <laughs> two. What are you afraid of? Heights. Heights. John? Um, oh, fuck. Can't say that. <laughs> Nothing. Heights? I don't like heights. I don't like heights. That's a rational I don't like heights, yeah. You don't like heights? No. I used to as a kid. We used to play baseball, go up, scale the roofs, dangle our feet off. But then all of a sudden, when you get older, you don't like doing that. No, because so. you can fall off <laughs> and break everything. I hate roller. I don't like roller coasters. I can't stand roller coasters. Uh, yeah. I so that's say always my go. When I say about afraid of heights, I'm like roller coasters. Yeah, that's, that's it. A different, that's that's a I was half hoping that the yeah, exactly. A lot of people, a lot of some people are like, like, like John is saying, absolutely not. You're saying like, sure, just strap me in, and you're like, I'm safe here, and then you exactly. just it's like no, me I on a plane. For some reason, that little seatbelt is is beautiful for me. <laughs> I don't like flying. I've flown a lot, but I don't like I've flown a lot too. I hate it. I know. I'm a stats guy, you know, and like every safe flight I've Adam, one closer to the one that's well, remember not what so was safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the, but if you're a stats guy, you're just stop crossing the street. No, that's it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. People, I, don't. I people, stay on this one block. <laughs> I circle. I've lived here for 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> Moving was hard. Now I'm here. Arduous. Uh, how do I get my shoes, though? That's the real question. Online. Are you uh, still talking about what you're scared of? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scared of crossing the street. Um, I'll well, okay, I'll say I, I'll say it. I'll, I'll change my uh, George LaRock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Question number three: If um, if you were allowed to get a tattoo when you were twelve years old, I did. What was it of? You don't want to know. Well, <laughs> did you actually? That's the no, this is the first. No, this is yeah, this, yeah, this no. is our actual. Well, question. twelve, fourteen, fourteen. Okay. Uh, we're close so, enough. So, okay, we're getting it. Oh, oh no, uh, it's a game. Uh, okay, what, what am I looking at? It's a butterfly. Oh, right. right. Well, I was going out with a girl at the time. Boom. Who was, uh, I 14. think, no, 30 or something. 30. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> That's called you were being groomed by a 30-year-old sex predator. Yeah, you know all the stuff that goes on on the news, you know, like basically where kids are complaining about, you know, teachers, teachers and stuff like that. It's like, I don't get it. This is I the whole show. This is, you, you can make I mean? a show out of this. Wait a minute. So, and how? So, not, and not that I need too many details, but how does this tie into the butterfly tattoo? Well, I got it because with her, I used to... I don't know why. Did I didn't call, call her Butterfly. Did she call you Butterfly? <laughs> no, I used to call her Daffy, I think. Nice. I should have got Daffy Duck, but I didn't. <laughs> Somehow, well, listen, you watch butterfly. Back then, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the tattoo explosion that you uh, right, you no. see now. I had to go to Point St. Charles on Center Street, talk to an old guy with a cigarette. You know what I mean? I don't think he was even wearing gloves. When he did that too. You see this board. Not even you know, I didn't want a rose. I didn't want a lion. So, Butterfly. Butterfly it is. <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, that is like. But if I do get convicted and go to prison, I'm I'm taking it off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna cover it with like a like some sort just of say it's a birth some sort of demon sake. or something. Yeah, like, you know? yeah exactly. Just just you know? it's a butterfly shaped birthmark. Oh, just burn it. Yeah, I have the chosen windwalker. Yeah, that's a wow. I was just like, hey, that you got a tattoo when you were 14 into some guy in Point Saint Charles. Mm. Like, sure. Yeah, no problem. But then also like. 
Like, I, there's your girlfriend who's 30 who I have questions about. But then I also, like, like there, that's what, like, it's, you're just kind of the on your, ins- on your inside, belt line. inside of your hip around your belt line. Like, a grown man's like, sure, little boy. Like, right. There's a like, lot of questions to be asked about this. <laughs> I didn't like, think about like, it from that angle. No, you didn't. Because <laughs> you were thinking about getting it to impress a 30-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she was there, too, though. Yeah. She was there, too. What God? Yeah, name. she was there while <laughs> I, I got love this story. <laughs> <you> know, but. <laughs> but exactly, the tattoo artist is also like, he's like, do you want that on your bicep, son? You're like, nope, nope, right on my belt line. <laughs> sure. Oh. To the left of I'm my saving dick, my sure. bicep for the 60 year old. Was the, was the spot, was the spot selected by, by her, yourself, the, the tattoo artist? No, back, I mean, I didn't want anybody to see That's it, what I figured. You know, I, I figured, like, you don't want it anywhere where you could just like, pop your shirt yeah, off. Yeah, I wouldn't have got a butterfly on my yeah. arm. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, I got a big bull on my arm, like, uh, right. Well, yeah. There. Whatever. Just like a nice butterfly. <laughs> just a nice full <laughs> arm sleeve of butterfly. I wouldn't name that for a chocolate the, bar. The colors, man. Oh, I'd get that tattooed, too. Yeah. So Reese, uh, Reese, twelve-year-old Reese. Uh, I've got my twelve-year-old. What I would have got tattooed. I've got the Batman and the Joker tattooed now. And yeah, he got it now. It yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought you maybe would have gone baseball-related. No, I, well, I thought about it too. I wanted to get uh, as a because I pitch. I wanted to get a bunch of baseballs tattooed on my forearm. Yeah, of my That's throwing arm. Up. That's not cool. so that when I threw it. It's like an optical illusion. The batter would be like this. Oh no! <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That would have been Multiple dirty. Right? We would have made you wear sleeves. Fuck that. Well, fuck you. You can't make me wear a sleeve. I'm not allowed to wear sleeves. I have just horrendous time. portraits. Yeah. It just should have been a sleeve of horrendous portraits. Just like, just, just like Daryl Strawberry, <laughs> just fucking like Jose Canseco. A nice just, Babe Ruth. Just, yeah, just terrible. <laughs> like, Babe Ruth looks like Al Capone for some, for some reason. reason. Yeah, it would be great. Alright, uh, so we have two questions from Sergio because you allowed two questions. Why did I do that? I don't know, man. You like make up the rules as you go along with this piece <laughs> every time. You like he lets terrible questions. The last question. I'm pretty sure I remember this, and I said, "I said, screw that. Let's just do the other question." Well, there's a reason I let the the question fly with Phil. PJ Phil Guerrero (laughs) got to ask, "Which was your favorite Ernie Reyes Jr. film?" Which is like nobody knows the answer. I could actually name three right now. (laughs) (laughs) Surf Ninjas is the best, followed very closely by the rundown. What if I think it's wrong? You're dumb. Why didn't why didn't Ninja Ninja Turtles Turtles one and two? Okay, then he gets one. Ninja Turtles two is shit. I think we now need to make the the Ernie Reyes question a a new regular question (laughs) every week. Even there's only like five movies that you're gonna ask. So that's a that's a you might get repeat answers. I think it doesn't matter though. That's not the point. But listen, listen, listen. Surf Ninjas, am I right? So, but like, but, uh, and yet, and yet, both questions, both questions, what? Yeah, Leslie Nielsen was the bad guy. I gotta rewatch that. Both questions from our last guest were were pretty solid questions. Because like, the first question was a joke question, which was. So that's the first question. Would you rather have finger-sized legs (laughs) or leg-sized fingers? The second one for sure, man. Scraping hands, like, like that. Yeah, make it. Yeah. Reese? Presumably you could still get around. I don't presume anything in, with this scenario. Like, I, sort of, I, would, I would kick you with my my, my leg size finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with finger hands or leg leg fingers. Leg hands. Leg like fingers. Like it also yeah, yeah. presents yeah, the dilemma where, like, man, you got to have a lot of arm strength That's what I'm saying. to no, be lifting up a handful of legs. Think of my split finger, John. No, but <laughs> fuck that. Think of being soccer. You'd be a star. There's That's no it. hand touches. There's no. You'd be kicking from everywhere. Yeah, you're a stud. Big hands. I mean, I think of the the. I don't know who would pick leg fingers or the other one. Finger legs. Who yeah. would pick finger legs? You're there was a whole. Co- listen, listen to the last episode. There was Same a whole conversation. That would take a that's wasabi piece for. Uh, that's for it. Treating. I was thinking of the, uh, the video music video for, for Everlong when Dave Grohl gets the great big hands. That's pretty awesome, right? It's like, bro. Yeah. Like, imagine now. Imagine swimming. Oh, the distances. Imagine playing go. handball. I feel like you but wouldn't. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't. You wouldn't ever actually <laughs> swim. You would just sort of like be like. In, you would just float. Just be flailing. You could run on four legs. That'd be amazing, man. Like, but 
like yeah. at least eight legs. At least eight legs. If, and mm. like you know, maybe you still have regular thumbs because it's one kind of. Dude, we don't even need cars. We've just solved our dependence on foreign oil. We did it. Mm-hmm. Legs, size, fingers. fingers. Okay. The other question <laughs> is: if you could get rid of any band from history, Nickelback. Who would it be? Well, that was okay, so but but there's so a no, caveat no, no, no. on this. Wait, what's the caveat? This might be dangerous. <laughs> Wait, okay. So you have to you have to understand. So the thing is, this. yeah, exactly. So like to properly to fully, I get it, but to fully <laughs> understand the question is like you're removing them from history, so also you're removing the bands that they influence. Nickelback. Nickelback. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, you sold me on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like, and and that's can that, we get and rid I of thought, their kids too? Like, you like, could, but yeah. like, but also, but if you wanted to, and it would kind of suck for the initial point. But I'm like, but if you get rid of Pearl Jam, you're also getting rid of Creed. And you're also getting rid of Nickelback, okay, and you're okay, also okay. getting rid of like Theory of a Dead Man, and you're like, because you know, because they all just pulled the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that helps you like identify who douchebags were throughout time. Those are the people rocking the Nickelback, <laughs> the Nickelback T-shirts. Sure. And but that's shit. it. But like, like, so like, oh, you like them? Okay, see you later, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're saying so, like, so you, can you go can, further you, back in time than so abandoned like, Nickelback. You can pull out like a pinpoint and like just like wreck like domino a, effect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like so it. who influenced Nickelback? Wait, wait, who, who influenced so, like, Nickelback? So like what Keith just said. Ultimately, said Jam, the fucked maybe. up part oh, is that Pearl Jam didn't influence Nickelback. hundred percent. You think it's so? It's like Pearl Jam progression of Nickelback. So then why don't you just get rid of the Beatles? I couldn't get rid of Pearl Jam to get rid of. And then everybody would kind of like fall off after that, right? Because everybody always cites the Beatles as one of their bands. Yeah, but that's but you're missing the point. Then you're telling me all music. That's fine. Scorched Earth. <laughs> no good music. I want to be back at sock hops and sock. Uh, let me tell like. you about the Glenn Miller band, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're like, I mean, you're a bit of a hip hop fan. Right? <laughs> one if one old black guy playing guitar. Like any band influence, like a chain reaction of getting rid of anybody, it'd probably be like MC Hammer. Or somebody like I'm, that. I was, trying to, I was trying to but figure But who did MC Hammer influence? Fucking uh, an army of just, like, Vanilla Ice Blind is a rappers, product yes, of, of MC Hammer. It's still not, every, it's still every not manufactured. as offensive as Nickelback. I'd like I to know, they I'd like to know where the where to pull the pin on, like, new rock. Like, new metal and stuff. Like, so if you where, could, where would you pull the pin? I would like, say like, it. Like, Rage Against the Machine. You pull the pin. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, right. But that's it. To get rid of all that, like, Linkin Park If you want to get rid of Linkin Park and Korn and Limp Biscuit. You, gotta go. you couldn't just take out corn. Huh? You couldn't just like kill. Well, no, corn. you definitely still. No, because no, you, you still got the rage influence, and then you get Lincoln Park. Yeah, with but, their DJs and shit. But yeah. if you killed corn, then you'd probably not have Lincoln Park. I don't know. You might not have Lincoln Park, but, but you, I feel that they'd be maybe they would just sound more like Papa Limp Roach. I don't what about, what about Uncle I Cracker? Think, sorry, I think <laughs> in order to get rid of them, if you want to, like, yeah, if you want to, if you want to kill the nest, yeah. The queen's got to go, and in this, in it this is, it's, part, ki- it's kind of rage. Have, you might have to go through what's his, what's that band's name? Disorder social. Uh, a broken social scene. Uh, no, no, no. Social distortion. Yeah, uh, they might be a precursors to that. Yeah, maybe well. a little bit. So there you go. Like, but, who knows? That's but the I would sacrifice. I would sacrifice the Beatles to get rid of Oasis. Ooh, but you'd sacrifice. Wow. You'd be damaging so much. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. But Oasis, I can't stand. Like you said, <laughs> yeah. But specifically, though, fuck but Oasis. Could, if you wanted to, I'll though, just, you I'm can, going you Nickelback. Can, like without the Beatles, you won't even have Rolling Stones, right? Because like Keith, uh, no, sorry, Rolling Mick, Mick Jagger more, was no, no. a fucking huge Beatles fanboy. He used to follow no, no, him no, around. No, 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 no. Like he, he had a so John Lennon back. Coat. Rolling Stones are more for the. But he had a John Lennon fur coat, man. Like he was a So I mean, so you get rid of Nickelback, and you don't think that it would just Theory of a Dead Man would be way bigger. Oh, I no. think no, no, that no. getting rid of Nickelback <laughs> no, would be probably the greatest service you could do for music without, like, upsetting the chain too much. You know yeah. what I mean? But, that, I, but I feel that they would just be, like, someone like I said. What about if you were to just pretty much carpet bomb the 80s music scene? I'd rather get – I'd like to get rid of Brian Adams, but I don't know who he influenced, you know, and who influenced him. 
He's just standalone. I think. Who's that new kid? Yeah, exactly. Like if you start to mess up with Ryan Adams, you're like, you might with Ryan Adams. No, not Ryan Adams. I know. He's actually good. There's all sorts of Canadian stuff that might get screwed up if you get rid of Brian Adams. Who? I don't know. I'm just trying. That's it. We don't know. We don't know. That's the problem. This is like a domino. You don't really pay too much. Seriously, Nickelback. Don't pay too much attention to who bad bands influence. That's true. Because Nickelback stops at them. Bachman Turner Overdrive has done nothing but no. Uh, uh, so we have Nickelback from John Reese. Final, final. Well, when you when you put it that way, that it like was like a pin that would like get rid of everything that it would influence. After I followed him with Nickelback, you sold it for me. Yeah, I wasn't sold on Nickelback at first because like, <laughs> hey, they've got their fans. But now you're like, oh, then shit. you started mentioning a whole bunch of other. Yeah, we can get rid of all of these people with yeah. Nickel. Let's do it. So. I would say I would I would actually maybe Creed because there's definitely no Nickelback yeah. without Creed. You could go a little earlier. And be a little safer. Yeah, Creed is a good answer. That's it. That's it. Like, you just, like, you just go a little bit yeah. earlier and, like, just, like, make sure you don't end up with, like, a few of the other strays that kind of came can out. Can we at least keep yeah. with arms wide open, though? No. No. Oh. Do you want to play a fun you game? If, you, uh, if ever you want to watch uh, Arms Wide Open, the music video, and you want to get really drunk, uh, you drink a shot every time because he does this thing where he, like, builds it up or he pulls his fists closed and then, like, shoots his hands out at his side. He like builds it up and then shoots it out. Yes, yeah. He'll drink like ride. twenty shots in three minutes. I like that. <laughs> it's, I like that. It's his one big power move. He like builds it up and then he's like bang and nice, shoots it out. Nice. That's his knee slide. Scott yeah, Stapp. Like, <laughs> Scott Stapp. <laughs> uh, he had a three-way with Chris uh, with Chris Rock, Kid Rock, and, <laughs> and Chris Rock. And Chris no, Rock. I was it, was it, it was Kid no, Rock, was Chris him. Rock, and Scott Stapp. And he got he got into a fist fight with the guys from Three Eleven. I heard about that. They I, just really I, hated I, Creed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they seem like generally uh, the mellowest yeah. dudes, and they're like, "Oh, Creed." Wait a minute, wait a minute. Metallica might be a good. Uh, well, that'd be another pin to pull. I'd pull Metallica, and I'd be okay with yeah, that. I'd be good. With that yeah, too. a lot of bad metal came out of Actually, Metallica. Metallica. I've changed my answer. <laughs> Get rid of Metallica. <laughs> right, this is one of those things you could talk about for hours. Yeah, like, especially be like if you're like on YouTube and like watching music videos while oh, you're dude. doing this, and you're like with this song, and you're like, if you ever right. want to do a special like that, give us a bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, what kind of question do you want to ask to our future guest? Without knowing who it is, Without exactly. Who it is. If there was a band in history, that <laughs> 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 um, who could potentially be the next guest? Is Batista staying with the Jays or not? Ooh, topical. Is Batista? How are the Jays doing? Uh, They'll be out. Soon. Did they lose today? They were down one nothing. I don't know what's happening, but sure. they're facing a twenty-year-old rookie or twenty-four-year-old. Oh, they light him up. Light him up. No. I hope so. He's actually a good, good pedigree. Light him up. My phone trying to correct really? to Batista. We're, we're asking a Jay-specific question? Okay. Well, 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 I'm How sorry because Ernie Reyes Jr. was fine. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, we had two questions Listen, from I, I, you asked a question. That's fine. That's if fine. you could bring three things with you. As soon as you said Batista, I thought you were going to ask how big is Batista's of dick. Of course you did. Yeah, but no one did. How far he threw his bat, I think it's... it's but I mean, so know. this episode, we're not going to be recording for like another two weeks. So, we so what if we have the answer? Oh, you're, you're, you won't. You won't. You won't. You won't. The, what if he says, screw it? Uh, he'll, Unless he's Asian, won't let him. Some crazy shit for him to say, screw it. Like if they get bounced and he's like... Like somebody would have to have had sex with his wife and he'd be like, I'm out. Fuck Toronto. I'm done. Or yeah. he'd probably try to get them traded. Oh, the, is there talk about them trading him? Well, he's, he's no, a free he's agent. Not trade. He's free like, agent he, and him and another very key piece of the Jays' offense are both free agents. Hmm. And it's unlikely that they'll and be you able to And you've got to keep the good one. 
It's not about it. Yeah, it's, he's asking for too much. Well, Batista's ask, asking for too much, and Encarnacion's had the better bat all and year. And he's not asking for And enough. he's not asking for tons. Yeah. So I'd keep it at Encarnacion. This you is want, a nice you want uh, a lead uh, off nice branch to. You uh, want a leadoff hitter. You want a, an outfielder that can run. That's New podcast yeah. that we're having uh, Reese's baseball. Talking baseball. You should. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just do it. Uh, I'll do a, a baseball update in 50 seconds or less. Oh, you can get uh, Bill Ian on that one. Then. Boom. We'll bring in Spaceman. 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 Yes, Spaceman. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to do a whole th- event together a couple of years ago, and it rained. That's a whole story. <laughs> and then it rained. That was, the, that rained. was the best ending to his <laughs> no, story. Space Man's like, no, no, I'm out. <laughs> that that <laughs> rain is responsible for this tattoo, actually. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. Whole, that's next next episode. Okay, so next time you're coming, you're, you're, you're going to bring Space Man with you? Lo- we'll try if, he, if he's here for sure. Right, cool. Cut me yeah. out. I mean, you could be there, too. Sorry, buddy. I've been substituted for a pitcher who saw the show. Yeah. He's 70 years old, he's still pitching, and he's still getting outs. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I don't know. I'm not 70. I, I'm sure I could get some outs at now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could get you out, Walter. I made a face at Reese, expressing skepticism, and, and, and then Reese tried to kill me. October <laughs> 28th. 8th. Yeah. The yeah. Friday before, like the Friday of Halloween Greek weekend. Independence Day, too. Is it really? It is. If from you show up years of autumn, as, uh, uh, heroes rule. from Greek lore. Uh, you're, you may actually have a better shot at winning. John, I don't know how he's evaluating the costume competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, come as a Greek god. Boom, that's it. Uh, yeah. That's a guaranteed win for you. Walter's <laughs> uh, planning his costume right now. <laughs> Which it's Greek worth it. Yeah. I'm going to dress up as Jackie Onassis. No, John, <laughs> come as John Fogarty. You come as John Fogarty. <laughs> that would be amazing, man. Get it? Because I'm Greek. <laughs> hey! Well, well, she's not Greek. Who? Onassis. But her, name was Ona- but her name was Onassis, though. Yeah, She's yeah. Married. So were many girls. <laughs> a lot of girls have the last name Onassis, man. Yeah. You don't even know. Uh, thanks so much for coming out, guys. Thank you. Oh, wait, wait. Was there anything? I, like, was, did you want to plug anything else? Oh, yeah. Do you have anything else coming out? Uh, I mentioned maybe uh, we can well, mention yeah, the, the store. Yeah, we're going to be in Toronto this weekend, too, at the Karma Cup, yeah, which is the, the, uh, the one of the biggest cannabis competitions in Canada. Best growers from all over okay. the country. Um, October 28th, the speakeasy. And also, everybody tips really good, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good karma, good karma. Yeah, and, and then, then we're all, we should have our own retail shop, the Skunk Boutique, open for November, hopefully. That's oh, great. that's so. Super if you exciting. need any smokables or smokable accessories, accessories, or yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. yeah, the other stuff gets us in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and that's yeah. going to be where on uh, Park Forty Eight Thirty Park Avenue, in cool. between St. Joseph and Villeneuve. You Super know? cool. And how's it going to ten percent off any comedians? Hey, Boom. now there it is. You know? Damn it. You. Damn it. And Jehovah's. <laughs> and and <Yes>! Jehovah's, yeah. <laughs> uh, Reese, what do you have coming up other than the uh, speakeasy? Yeah, and, uh, I got the, the speakeasy show. That, that's that's the, it. That's, that's it, all man. that's, that's, going on that's what like I'm working towards right now to make sure the next one goes off uh, goes off well. And then we'll see what's coming down in the, the next little bit. Sweet. Walter Club. You have Halloween oh, night fights. All kinds of shit. Uh, when, when's, when's this episode coming out? It's this coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So uh, there's a bunch of crazy stuff happening at the club for uh, Halloween weekend, uh, starting with Rodney Ramsey's uh, headline, like his five shows, his five headlining shows. That's going to be a, a costume roast weekend. So if you show up in your Halloween costume, it's only $5 to get in. But Rodney and every other comic will make fun of your uh, costume that you're wearing. And seem fun. Yeah, it's going to be a way for <laughs> uh, so, Nice costume, jerk. Yeah, way to spend money and come out and support the if arts. You, if you, you come naked, loser. is that in costume? <laughs> What's that? If you come naked, is that in costume? Sure, why not? That is in costume. Uh, it's your it? birthday suit, you know? Uh, Sunday, and then Sunday is, is where me and Leland are doing uh, our Halloween night fight, a very, a very night fight Halloween. Uh, part two. Part two. 
part two. That's we did three last year, and I I was almost dead by the end of the weekend. I decided to be part four. I saw all. No, it was like it was like a three. Last year was like a three night event. This year is a one night event because I don't want to die. You did almost die. And then yeah, and then Monday, uh, and then Monday is Halloween Halloween proper. Uh, is the open mic? We're gonna do like a Halloween edition of open mic. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, the comics are welcome to come perform in costume, and then afterwards we're gonna keep the bar open for like partying and stuff afterwards. Cause you got, you got you got a party on Halloween itself, right? Right. Even if it's on a Monday, screw that. We're all adults. Let's party. Fair. Yeah. Beautiful. Sweet. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks for great. having us. Anytime. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?